Hey there, Pastor Mark Jordan here from Hope Church. Thank you for stopping by and welcome to our online ministry. While you're here, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date on all the content that's released. And while you're online, visit us at our webpage at placeofhope.org. Hope Church is on a mission to introduce people to Jesus and fuel their love for Him. And we hope that this message today is helpful and inspiring for you as you continue to take your next step on your faith journey. Once again, thanks for visiting us and make sure to check us out at placeofhope.org. Well, good morning again. I should have introduced myself earlier. If you've not yet met, my name is Mark. I'm the pastor here, and I am thrilled to be with you today as we continue in our Power of Prayer series. This is a team-taught series. Pastor Brent opened up the series in the very beginning, uh, leading off with a discussion from Matthew that comes in the Lord's Prayer. It's kind of that overarching question that we're going to ask and we're going to pose, or not say ask her question, but it's over every st- statement that we're going to ask and pose every week in this month of July that begins with the disciples asking Jesus, teach us to pray. Last week, we continued that message in Power of Prayer, talking about prayer patterns, and we dug a little bit more deeply into the Lord's Prayer, and we saw how the Lord's Prayer wasn't always intended for us just to pray it as a rote prayer, rote being just, you know, you do it by memory while you're checking your watch, your nostrils, your, you know, hair, whatever else. It's all about getting into that will of God, which we find by getting into the will of God, by looking for God's kingdom and knowing God's character. I kind of flip that in reverse, but those three main categories that we see through the Lord's Prayer that help us in our prayer life, pattering our prayer life after Jesus, is to recognize the character, the nature of God, who God is, looking for God's kingdom, and then seeking God's will, which we get through the Word, and by choosing to go God's way. And so today, we are taking this a step farther. We're going to get into a little bit more uh, personalized idea about how we can pray as we think about Lord teaches to pray as we consider the idea of breath prayers. Now I mentioned as kind of a little side comment last week that uh, I can in my personal life struggle with starting with hey awesome amazing God and go into you know the end saying amen. I can struggle from going from start to finish and next week Christian Threlkill is going to talk about conversational prayer, which really helps us see how we weave prayer into our everyday, all-the-time living, right? Where we're not just focused on saying, hey God, bye God, but it's inviting God and inviting God's presence and power into our everyday life. And so today's is kind of a preface to that, as we think about the idea of breath prayer. Now, a breath prayer, as you'll see on the screen, is simply a few words you pray as you inhale and exhale. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be like... Hey, God. (sighs) Amen. But it's a more simplified way to think about a prayer that we offer simply with the breath. Last week as we started the message time, I talked about how while we were out west in Wyoming and Colorado, which I've been told, I gotta say, I gotta pronounce it properly, not Colorado, like a good southerner word, but Colorado. So uh, we had talked about how we had been given a referral for a potential adoption. And uh, we found out on Monday that we actually were selected for that adoption. <laughs> it's uh, um, a little girl who is not even a year old yet. We are still not at a position where we can put pictures out 
publicly, but I've got pictures, so if you want to see, you know, far be it for me to deprive you of that opportunity, uh, but it's uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I, I am so, I'm even just trembling and shaking here as I think about it. And so one of the breath prayers that I have found myself praying uh, really since we got that phone call on Monday is thank you. Thank you. You know, that's a prayer just to say something like, thank you, God. Actually, in Psalm 100, verse 4, I love it how the message paraphrase renders it. It says, to simply say thank you is the password into God's presence. Isn't that awesome? So simply saying something like thank you is a breath prayer. It's an amazing thing for us to consider how even just simple two words can draw us into God's presence. And that's because a breath prayer forces us to acknowledge that God is there to hear us. To know that God is going to answer those prayers. And God loves, just like a parent with a child, loves to be able to hear something simple like, thank you, Ma, thank you, Pa, for what you do for me, what you did for me. It's an absolutely astonishing thing when we invite the awareness of God's presence into our lives with something simple like a thank you. The biblical spiritual i'm going back to the biblical the biblical idea of the breath prayer probably originated in the gospel of mark the 10th chapter verses 47 this is when jesus is entering in the town and the blind man named Bar, uh, bartimaeus saw jesus from a distance and he said as you see on the screen and this would be a good time if you've not done so already to pull out your hope church plus app or your follow along notes the blind man named bartimaeus prayed jesus son of david have mercy on me. That's scripturally kind of the original breath prayer. I'm sure you could dig through the Psalms and other uh, accounts from the Old Testament and see ideas and indications of breath prayers, but scholars believe that scripturally this is the very first one. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. We can already see from the prayer pattern that we talked about in the Lord's Prayer. Bartimaeus is acknowledging the name of God. He's acknowledging the kingdom of God, calling him the son of David, because those in the Jewish tradition believed that Messiah was going to come in the line of King David to reestablish God's kingdom on earth. And then his request was to have mercy on him. He wanted to be healed. He wanted to be able to see and he knew that was within God's purview, God's will, and God's way. And so he prayed this breath prayer. Have you ever found yourself praying a breath prayer of similar words? Dear God, have mercy on me. Dear God, help me. Dear God, forgive me. Dear God, bless me. Dear God, save me. Dear God, deliver me. Those are all prayers. Even though we may not say Hey, God, and by God, what we are saying is a prayer in that. And we see it from as early on as the blind man named Bartimaeus who came to Jesus, acknowledged his name, acknowledged his kingship, and then brought a request, a breath prayer. Now, one of my favorite breath prayers in pop culture comes from the last of the the newly done Star Wars trilogies. This is where the heroine named Rey is going to prepare to fight the overarching villain of the entire Star Wars universe, 
Emperor Palpatine. And she's outmatched. But what she does, as we're going to watch in this clip in a second, is she offers a breath prayer, if you will. And she finds out by offering and issuing that breath prayer that all the power of the Jedi rests within her. And so it's a short clip, just a little over a minute. But let's watch this clip from Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and see if you can pick out that specific breath prayer to see what happens when the power of the Jedi, as it's mentioned in this movie, is imparted to her and then what she is able to do as a result. Let's watch our clip from The Last Jedi. What was the breath prayer? Be with me. Have you ever found yourself uttering a breath prayer of sorts? Be with me. Last week we talked about prayer cues, prayer triggers, things that remind us that we need to pray, like turning the ignition in our car, touching a doorknob, hearing an ambulance siren, something along those lines. I have found that be with me is a similar uh, prayer that I've uttered unintentionally, not quoting Star Wars by any means, although, you know, probably for me not to do that, but still. I found myself saying, going into a situation, God be with me. God help me. I love how this clip plays out. We see what looks like lightning. Lightning is oftentimes used in the scripture as a way to illustrate the powerful arrival of God's glory and God's presence. We hear Ray utter the breath prayer, be with me. And then we hear the voices of those who had preceded her, what Christians might refer to as the great cloud of witnesses, telling her that all the power is within her. This is similar to a resurrection account, if you will, because Ray looked like she was completely knocked out of the fight. And then hearing and feeling the arrival of the strength of the Jedi who had preceded her gave her the power to rise up, right? Just like Jesus rose up from the grave. Now, Jesus was dead, dead. He was D-E-D dead. I know how to spell dead, I promise. But anyway, I used to spell like that when I was a kid. D-E-D dead. And so Jesus received that power. And then at his resurrection, those who saw him said, it looked as though he was dressed in, say, lightning. Lightning. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't a trick, right? It was just say lightning. Like in lightning. And then he had the power to rise up. And the power of the Holy Spirit, the word of God speaking into his life. And through him, 
to the disciples, to you and to me. Be with me. Be with me. Let's turn our attention to our main scripture passage for today, which comes from the book of Exodus, the third chapter, verses 9 through 15. And I'm reading from the English Standard Version today. This is the account of Moses at the burning bush. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. This is, of course, God speaking to Moses. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. The word of God for, for God's people. Let's give thanks to God. Amen. So let's put these two concepts together. Ray in her battle prays, be with me. And God says, what? I am. Be with me. I am. As we see from the account of the burning bush, God is issuing this statement as a promise to Moses. That just as he was in the time of the forefathers, Abraham and Jacob and Isaac, just as God is with Moses right there at the burning bush, he promises, I am with you forever. That is the same promise that God issues to you and me today. Just as I was with you before you were even aware that there was a God who could be with you, I was there. I am with you here as you hear these words read and proclaimed in your midst. I am there. And wherever it is that you have to go, I will be with you forever. And so, sometimes, a simple breath prayer, be with me, is all we need to be reminded that God is with us. And to say in the words of Luke Skywalker, God is with us always. Breath prayers are designed, as you see on the screen, to remind us that God is with us, always. But there's another nugget that we must consider from our passage out of Exodus that I hope will be of inspiration to you as we think about our own call to breath prayers. And it is in God's very name. God's very name is a breath prayer. I am that I am in the Hebrew is Yahweh. Yahweh is a breath prayer. In fact, 
It is in Jewish tradition that whenever someone pronounces or calls on the name of God, that that in and of is a breath prayer. As you inhale the yah and exhale the way. God set up his very name to be a breath prayer. God set up his very name in the ancient Hebrew that when we call on it, we are reminding ourselves that God is that he is. He is in our present just as he was in our past and promises to be with us in our future. Every time we call on the name of God, we are calling on the eternal. We are calling on the one to be with us who infuses and imparts his resurrecting power to help us rise up from the depths and the doldrums of life to face the future and to face it unafraid. Ray ignited her lightsaber, a sword. The scripture is referred to itself as a sword or the word of God. We are called from the beginning into our present and well into our future. Remember the name of God, the power and dominion of God's kingdom over evil, and calling upon the name of God to go the will of God, or the way of God by the will of God. I said that very ineloquently, but I hope you got it right. To know the word so we can discern God's will and go God's way. The very name of God, I am that I am. Yah way is a breath prayer so that when we inhale we can inhale the spiritual power of god and when we excel we excel the stress the struggle the strain everything else try it for a second you can do it aloud you can do it silently but inhale the yah and exhale away Inhale. Exhale. Thank you. Be with me. Have mercy on me. And then God responds, I am. I'm with you. I'm helping you. I have all the mercy in the world for you. And then some because we need it. Breathe in the awe. Exhale the way. The breath prayer. This is the way that God is speaking to me predominantly in my prayer life right now. Just those simple moments where I say thank you. I ask God to be with me, to have mercy on me, to forgive me, to deliver me, to correct me, to direct me to help me to feel the power of resurrection surging through my life as I think about the name of God, the kingdom of God, and doing what I must to continuously go his way. And so in addition to the ones that I have already shared this morning, I'm just going to share with you some of my personal breath prayers. These are three examples that I pray on a regular basis whenever I need to feel that power of God surging through my life, and it is probably a lot more frequently than you would imagine um, because I need a lot of help. (laughs) Anyway, three favorite breath prayers. The first one is actually an old one, and it was inspired by the letter P. Dear Lord, prepare me for today. 
provide for my needs, and protect me from our enemies. This was the very first breath prayer that I developed for myself. Prepare me. Provide for me. Protect me. And of course, the idea of our enemies is... (laughs) is sincere because God's enemy is our enemy as long as we are in God, right? Talking about Satan. Almost pulled a Dana Carvey from Saturday Night Live impression, but that would go over most people's heads these days. Still, Satan? Church lady. Anyway, so if we are in God's will, then we're going to be a target of the enemy, of the accuser. And as a result, we need to pray for God's protection for us. Now, if we're in Christ, the devil has no power over us, but he's not going to try to convince us he doesn't. And so that's why I pray, prepare me for today, provide for my needs, and protect me from my enemies. The second one is one that's really not very old at all, maybe within a year. I found myself really when I was out walking. I always try to walk with my dog early in the morning uh, as a way to prepare my heart, mind, mind, body, soul, strength, everything else for the day. Uh, Because if I don't get that energy burned out, um, I get pretty I can be pretty rambunctious and pretty uh, wound tightly. But I would pray these words while I was walking, and sometimes repeatedly. Dear Lord, I need you. I have you. I thank you. I love you. Now, there have been times where I've wanted to edit that second phrase there, I have you. Because I really feel more like God has me. But there's some beautiful elements and dimensions in the way that we experience this relationship with God. That when we accept Christ as our personal Lord and Savior and he surges that resurrection power into our life, we can recognize that we have that power. We have Christ within us and it is preparing and providing and protecting us. Amen? And so I don't think it's inappropriate at all to say, I have Jesus. I got Jesus in my life. I got Jesus' power. Even when sometimes I doubt it, even when I don't deserve it, which is always, and even when I struggle at times to figure out what to do with it, I have Jesus. And I rest with assurance in the fact that Jesus has me. And that's a prayer I offer to you. The last one is a very recent one. Really through this most recent adoption experience. Not to get into that, but we were declined for a match back in March and it created all kinds of chaos for us. This past week actually had some chaos in it because of some loose ends that did not get tied up. When our, uh, when our daughter passed away a couple years ago, uh, some groups showed that we still had an open um, investigation on a background check, which we didn't, but we had to get that worked out. And you know what? Government is hard to deal with, but that's a different sermon for another day. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple here, yeah. All right, praise the Lord. (laughs) But I was praying these, dear Lord, hear me. Hear my prayers. Hold me. Help me feel your comfort. Heal me from the wounds recent and longstanding. And help me to be who you've created and called me to be. In spite of the times when I don't feel heard, I don't feel held, I don't feel healed. A breath prayer. Dear Lord, hear me. God says, I am hearing you. Hold me. I am holding you. Heal me. I am healing you. And help me. I am helping you. You see, that answer to the prayer that God gave to Moses before he even knew what he was doing 
I'm sorry, whatever, before Moses knew what God was doing, I get those pronouns proper. Before Moses knew what God was doing, God was giving him the answer to those breath prayers. I am that I am. Sent you. I am, back to Moses' life, the one who saved and delivered Moses. I am, God speaking, the one who put Moses in a position where he could learn and know how things worked inside Pharaoh's palace. I am is the one who led God, um, led Moses into the wilderness to learn what it means to be a man of God and a leader in spite of his stutter and in spite of his own fear. And I am is the one who sent Moses back and said, you are totally inadequate for this task unless I am is with you. And friends, therein lies the, the beauty and the power of this promise as we look at it moving forward. When we issue these breath prayers and say things like, be with me, what we are doing is acknowledging that we are wholly inadequate for the task that God has put in our lives. But in that admission, when we call upon the name of God, the I am that I am, what we find is that the nature of God meets us to fill in those gaps with his power and remind us that without him, we can do nothing, but with him, anything is possible. And so we are called to live into that holy, heavenly kingdom as we continue to read God's word, discern God's will, and choose to go God's way. Breath prayers are a simple way that God has been using the power of prayer in my life somewhat recently to help me face this future unafraid. Those are just my breath prayers. Things that I have developed over time to help me with the everyday coming and going and moving of life. I offer them to you as a suggestion or recommendation. You can feel free to use them, or you can make a paper airplane out of your paper inserts into the info guide. It doesn't really much matter to me. But what I do hope you might take away from this message is that a breath prayer is a powerful and a beautiful way for you to connect with God to invite him into your presence and to hear his answer that I am, that I am, as the solution to all of the struggles, all of the stresses, all the strain that you face in life. God was with you in your past. He's with you in your present. And he promises to be with you forever. He wants to prepare you, to provide for you, to protect you. When you know that you need God, you can have God, so thank God and love God because he hears you, he holds you, he heals you, and he helps you. And I hope that a simple breath prayer to draw you closer into that acknowledgement and that awareness of his presence may help you as well. I want to take a few moments here in silence as we bring this message time to a close for us to just have some quiet breath prayer time right here in our seats. The band can begin to make their way up to the, the stage to close us out in song. And I hope that you hear or you feel, you experience the answer to those breath prayers in the very name of God itself. Yahweh, I am that I am. Let's pray.
Dear God, your very name means breath. May we inhale your power and exhale our burdens. Have mercy on us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Be with us, Lord. And help us to hear, I am that I am. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. We are glad that you stopped by. Again, we want to encourage you to visit us online at placeofhope.org. If you're in the Paulding County area there, you can get service times, directions, and information about all of our awesome activities for children, for students, and for adults. Again, Hope Church is on a mission to introduce people to Jesus and fuel their love for Him, and we hope to provide you the heart fuel you need to follow Jesus. Thanks again.